Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a conversation about the mundane. One thing that we can promise or we try to promise is that our conversation will be less than fascinating, relaxing if you will, so that you can just feel free to, I don't know, drift off. Thank you for joining us. We hope you will listen and sleep. Follow us at listen and sleep and feel free to leave a comment or rate us or both. I have the distinct pleasure of having Alexandra Cote to this episode. Welcome, Alexandra. Hello. And uh, you are a realtor and property coach and a good friend of Nidhi's. Yes. So before we go into any uh, relationship, how you know Nidhi, let's talk about being a property coach because I find that fascinating. What exactly is that? Uh, Property coach... Um, doesn't have too much of a definition beyond what I've given it because as as far as I know I'm the only person that's oh, doing it right well, now. Well there you go so an exclusive here uh, is this the first podcast you're on? It's uh, it's not actually. Oh I thought we had an exclusive exclusive deal here but uh, welcome I'm happy to Thank have you. you you're our first property coach so tell us Thank about uh, being a property coach what is that? Sure uh, I um my training formally is as a professional life coach and while I was in graduate school I had a a part-time job at a a real estate brokerage and I was always a huge fan of all of the property shows that you see on HGTV and things like that Um, and it was a roommate actually who suggested you know you talk about real estate a lot Mm -hmm. maybe you should consider looking into it and if you're just looking for part-time work why don't you try to work at a real estate brokerage and uh, I was really really fortunate in that the day that I went online to look for part-time work there was a posting uh, for the brokerage that was run by the host of my favorite show oh really on HGTV yeah it's called Property Virgins yes. with Sandra Rinomato uh, of course I know that show very well yeah So it was very exciting for me. I applied for the position. The posting was only up for an hour. Wow. Because they had so many applicants, they had to take it down. And 
so I, I feel it was sort of destined. Sure. Um, and so uh, while I was in graduate school for, for professional coaching, I was working um, first as an administrator and then as sort of office manager. So for you the got you, you were one of the people that got selected. Yeah, yeah, Fantastic. I got the I got the position. And uh, after about six months or so of working there, Sandra, my broker, she took me out and she said, "I think I think you need to get into real estate." Wow. And it was kind of like my real estate superhero telling me that I was destined. So she was like your real estate she coach. She was. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, in a way. So I, um, you know, I really enjoy coaching the the sort of the tenant of it. Um, there's a bit of a misconception around professional coaching. Okay. Just because the industry is a little bit newer. It's not uh, as regulated as, as some of the other helping professions like counseling or, or psychotherapy. Um, so you can go online and get a, a quote-unquote life coaching certificate after an eight-hour online course, but this was a, a rigorous sort of two-year training program at a brick-and-mortar institution. Wow. Um, and so true life coaching or, or life coaching in the professional sense of the word, um, there's actually no advice that's given. You don't give any advice okay. as, a, as, a, as a professional coach. Uh, it's all about being there to support your client, to help them uncover what their goals are, mm-hmm. and to help them explore what, what's in the way, uh, also what's helping them, and help them develop their own plan about how they want to achieve those goals. Would you say it's more Socratic versus, you know, telling someone what you think they should do, you would uncover it by asking questions? Absolutely. Yeah. Most of coaching is asking questions okay. and listening intently right. and mirroring back. Uh, and, and so helping people uncover at their own pace and in their own words ah. what they want to do and, and what might be in the way of that. So you studied this for two years in a rigorous course, and now you, correct me if I'm wrong, have translated into your other passion, which is real estate. Yeah. And that brought you to become, as far as we know, the first property coach out there. Yes. So I'm tell me. Hoping to hold that title. I love it. <laughs> uh, we need to get you like a, a championship belt that says that, that you can wear when you're doing these property coach sessions. That would be fun. <laughs> so what if I came to you and I was like, I need a property coach, mm-hmm. or is it I want to buy a, a place? Will you coach me through it? How does it work? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so the way that I, I meld them, because co- coaching in itself is a very structured um, practice. It's certainly something that you don't do without consent and you want to create a safe space to do it. So it's not like I just start coaching people out of the blue. Um, it's really about asking permission. If, if I sense that there's something that might be up, saying, you know, we, we've looked at 40 houses. Right. And uh, the the attention, the details that you're picking out, you know, maybe aren't as significant as you're, maybe there's an opportunity to uncover something deeper here. Right. Um, And also when I'm, when I'm starting with new, with new clients, I work a lot with first time home buyers. It's it's so overwhelming, especially in the city that we're in now, Toronto, it's very, very competitive. And expensive. And expensive. It's one of the, correct me if I'm wrong, one of the most expensive real estate markets out there Mm -hmm. in North America. Is Mm -hmm. that fair to say? Absolutely. Yeah. Toronto and and Vancouver. Vancouver's still more expensive than than we are, but um, it's 
six six of one, half a dozen of the other. So you could you could understand how someone who's not in the market would feel really out of sorts, you know, anxious and whatnot. Definitely. And just not quite sure what's the best option, you know, okay. like, should I continue renting and save more of a down payment? Mm-hmm. You know, do I, do I want to wait till I can be in the neighborhood I want to be in? Or is it worth sacrificing being in a, my number two neighborhood until I can afford my number one? Right. So sitting down bef- before you even go out and just talking through all of that and finding out what they're hoping to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of people, they get people talk at them you know they've got family members with opinions they've got dogs with opinions everyone's sure. got an opinion about the market and, and they hear, hear it on the and news so hear, much and from other people who've had bad experiences and good yeah. experiences i know yeah. when i was going to purchase a home people were saying things like make sure you do this make sure that this person does that don't get burnt like me so it can be very like you know definitely and it's it's for most people it's the largest purchase of sure. their life Right. Right. So it's. I don't think it should be something that's taken lightly. I think it's good to honor that and and everything that comes along with it. And I sort of say, you know, it's it's definitely a financial investment. Right. And it needs to make sense from a financial point of view for you, but it's just as much of an emotional investment. This is your home. Right. And so, I, I mean, for me, I'm. That's that's where I find the value, uh, and the joy in it is is feeling like you know I'm bringing bringing two things together that were meant to be and you know one of them is the property and the other is, is the person or the family and and feeling like just everything fits it's a more holistic experience what's a key or a cornerstone that you notice when you're coaching with regards to property that you want to uncover by your client from your client um, I think one first of all the the goal like Mm -hmm. what's driving this this desire okay is it because everyone is telling you to is it because it's a dream that you've had um but also one of the most important questions to ask is who else is involved in this decision making process because the first answer you might be getting is oh it's it's me it's me it's it's my choice i'm buying on my own you know but then you you hear they come back after seeing something they might really love it and then you talk to them next day and their opinion has changed oh who else is who else is involved right who else is contributing to this and and is that a voice that you want to be contributing if so can we integrate it into the process so it feels more holistic for you or is that a voice that you want to disconnect from that you don't want to be part of the decision making process wow that's fascinating alexandra it sounds to me like in this case, it's not about the sale. It's about making sure your client is ultimately truly satisfied with the home they're purchasing versus buying property. Does that make sense? Hundred percent. I, you know, the one of the names that we go by is sales representative, and and a lot of the training around the real estate interest industry is really sales heavy. Right. And when I was starting out. You know, I just, on the recommendation of my broker, went to all of these different training sessions to see just what was out there and, you know, to help get me structured. And I did not, I did not jive with any of them. Okay. They were so sales heavy. And for me, I just, I never viewed real estate as sales. 
because I'm not pushing a particular product. Right. Right. It's it's not like a, a certain brand. It's about finding the best fit, and a lot of the techniques like door knocking and cold calling. I mean, those work for some people. Sure. And and that's the kind of relationship that they want to have with their clients. Or, you know, it's it's just all types. Um, it wasn't until I found uh, a book called Sell with Soul, and it was kind of like an introvert's guide to being a real estate agent. And okay. It wasn't until I read that that I went, okay, all right, I don't have to be a salesperson. I can just be myself. I can slowly carve my own approach and, and build my business in the way that I'm proud because I know that I, I personally wouldn't want anyone knocking on my door. And if someone did, that would dissuade me from doing business with sure. them. So why why would I try and do that? You know, and just being okay, coaching myself a little bit to be like, I don't have to be like a quote unquote top agent, you right. know, super hardcore selling. For me, it's all about the relationship. So how does one find you? Um, they tap their shoes three times. Oh, I love that say, method. No. You know, <laughs> um, do I want to go home? Um, because I think there's a lot of value to have someone who knows the market, knows the industry, but who's also a property coach, in particular if you're a little bit skittish or worried. Yeah. You know, you need that person to be like in your corner in a way that's more than just, I'm going to sell you a place. Mm -hmm. And it mm -hmm. sounds to me like being a property coach, you really want the best for your client, but you also want to make the experience a positive one. 100%. Yeah. And it's so exciting. I feel such... Um, that's sounding too hokey. I feel really privileged to be along for that journey. It's it's such a high when when my clients finally find that home and they click and it's just magic. Oh. And and so I really value that. That's that's the best part of the job for me. Now it's, our listeners can follow you on Twitter at Alexandra Cote. So it's A L E X A N D R C O T E. None to worry if you didn't get that, because it'll be in our show notes. Did I get that wrong? Okay. Uh, I forgot the A at the end of Alexandra. Oh, so. That's All right. Okay. So, we'll, I'll, you know what? I'll put it on the show notes. Alexandra Cote, spelled C-O-T-E, is how you spell Cote. Um, as well, and I'm going to try not to mess this one up, they can go to torontopropertycoach.com. Yes, sir. And that's your website. And uh, that's one way they can... Uh, connect with you yes has there ever been an unusual sort of requirement by one of your clients that they're like i need a space where my snakes will be really comfortable or something like that that you're able to reveal that's a fun question sure um yeah i can think of i can think of one it was very i worked with them for a while and uh didn't actually end up finding them something because their, their relationship sort of fell apart oh, during the I'm process. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's okay, that happens. Really? Sometimes, oh, yes. Yes, you'd be surprised. Um, and it's, uh, but anyway, that's kind of beside the point. Um, what they were looking for was a condo downtown that did not have sliding glass doors. Oh. But was modern. Right. There's almost impossible sure i didn't realize until i started going on to look for them every condo has a sliding glass door even if it doesn't have a balcony usually really? it has a juliet balcony sure oh i forgot they also wanted a balcony 
but without so it, a sliding. It needed lid. to be a door that opened. Like a French door, or just like a, a normal door instead oh. of the sliding plate glass doors. Okay. They were looking for a door that opened and closed, and I was trying to uncover a little bit what was behind that. Sure. And it somewhat was a fear of um, uh, sleepwalking. Oh. Out onto the balcony. Right. Um, but there, there was something else that I didn't. I didn't quite get to uncover it just sure. because it, it fell through or whatever. It fell through. Right. Um, but they also wanted to be between the fourth and eighth floors only. Oh. It was very, that was the most specific. And, and part of it was sort of me coming back and saying, you know, I've, I've looked and, and what you're asking for, it doesn't exist in the areas that you sure. know, right now there's nothing available. So is there any, anything here that, maybe less important or right. if we go to an older building right a lot of the older buildings do have those doors okay. that open onto balconies but they didn't want to consider that so that was that was particular um i've had clients that have asked that uh places not be haunted well you know for some people that's very, important. very important i prefer to have a haunted uh, place that oh. i can you know be kept up at night no no i could see how some for some people that and have have your has your experience ever been such that it's like mm, this place doesn't feel like yes. really? Oh yes. Oh, yeah. Tell me more. Oh, there are so many creepy properties. Sure. On the market, and and sometimes they look totally fine, but something's just wrong. The energy's different. It, the energy's different, and it's interesting because I'd say nine times out of ten, um, my clients pick up on it as well. Really? Like I consider myself a bit on the intuitive side and sure. very sensitive to energies and I think my clients pick up on that as well so they kind of start asking me right because they see the way I react in certain homes but uh, most of the time they feel it too and and that's one thing that I do bring attention to whereas a lot of people maybe wouldn't talk about that because it's a bit taboo sure but someplace it might it might be perfect on paper but just feels wrong something feels not like home is the converse true too like do you sometimes enter in a home and think the energy here is fabulous yes. yeah and maybe you have a client who wouldn't necessarily you wouldn't necessarily think on paper that they would gravitate um to that space and then all of a sudden the energy if brings it's, them if it's sometimes i i feel like i'm guided sometimes because sometimes i'll just throw properties in to the mix and kind of surprise them and be like i know this wasn't on your list but I think you need to see this place, and it works. It works sometimes. A no. wild card. Yeah, a Do you wild throw in card. A wild card. I like to throw in some wild cards. You helped Nitty find this place. I did. What a great space it is, too. I think so. What was the clincher with regards to this place and Nitty? Well, I'm being completely honest. It's proximity oh. to me because I live oh. across the street. Oh. oh, there you go. Convenient. A convenient yeah. location. Yeah, and this this place is interesting. It was a bit of a struggle. It wasn't. It wasn't easy. It wasn't an easy decision. How so? Um, well, I don't know how much you're comfortable. Oh, she's completely comfortable. Is she comfortable yeah. for she's me behind me. Okay, just... because client confidentiality is yeah. important. Trust me, I, I'll act as her her counsel, and I say just go reveal all the dirt on Nitty and her and her home. Okay. Well, you've got the edit button, Perfect. so <laughs> I'll trust that. Um, this is a place, and I, 
uh, this is my experience anyway, it doesn't, when you walk into it, it didn't feel like home. It didn't have that magical, it actually felt very cold sure. and stale. Mm -hmm. But the kind of energy that was here was the kind of energy that was screaming, like, live in me and I okay. have potential and, you know, I want to work with you. It wasn't a, a negative energy, it was sure. just stale. But we just, we had a lot of, a lot of hiccups uh, with the offer process, with sure. the property management that was involved. Um, and so how do you coach someone who is having issues like that? Because I would imagine your client would feel some sort of anxiety and have never, ha having never had that sort of experience. How does the property coach, Alexandra, yeah. work that out? I think I'm um, thinking, I'm reflecting back on how I handled it now. Or anyone like yeah. who's in that sort of situation where it's like, becoming challenging but yeah. you can see the light that could be at the end of the tunnel but they can't yeah i think it's it's about being honest i think i was you know i was very honest with with anity i didn't say oh this is normal this happens all the time don't worry about it i was saying because that's very feel... abnormal and this is not something i've experienced before and like i'm on your side i'm advocating for you i hear your concerns and i wrote some strongly worded emails oh on her behalf um and just not trying to gloss it over like it's no, not sure. a big deal because it was it's our home and right. it was a difficult transition and um it was almost like the universe was working against us on this one but we both had the fightness i think sure to make it happen yeah it just felt right even though it was wrong and what's the reward you get besides a financial reward in your career but what's the reward you get from connecting a person with a property that you think is perfect for them Ah, it's a warm and fuzzy reward. Is it's, it? It's it's so it's so emotional for me. And it, is it, it emotional really, for you? Like you would think, yeah. you would think somebody who does this, in a sale after sale after yeah. sale, would kind of be like, yeah, that's my job. That's the way it goes. Yeah, I'll be honest. It's not like every transaction I've d I've done has been warm and fuzzy and wonderful. There's okay. Some people, they're not looking for a coach. They're just looking for a realtor. Sure. And they're just concerned about numbers and facts and efficiency. And I'm happy to fill that role as well because it's just about providing what they need to feel supported right and sure. so if if not going in you know I, I'd say probably only a third or so of my clients do I actually really get into the coaching with okay um however I'm still very coach like just sure. in the way that I am a little added bonus whether or not yeah. you want to you want to and it's just about sort of touching base with them and seeing what they need, and and um, and sometimes it's it's very transactional, um, and that's okay too because it's what they wanted and what they need. So as long as I feel like I I was able to support them and and provide what they needed to get out of the experience, then I feel good. Amazing. Yeah. Would you ever consider teaching a property coaching course for other people in your uh, field? Because I would think that would be really something sought after because yeah. the market is so competitive yeah. with real estate agents. This, I would think, gives you a little bit of an edge or it gives you a little sort of, look, I'm more than just someone who wants to make a sale. Certainly now that I know that there's a property coach, I would want to have someone who can do both for me. Mm. There might be interest. Um, I would hope that there is. I think... Uh, it's it's not an industry traditionally that attracts that kind of person, but I meet so many wonderful people out there when I'm working with 
other realtors because that's a big part of it too is you're you've got to be able to sometimes coach the other realtor oh uh, really so you act like a, a double coach in this case sometimes sometimes it's a sneak attack sure and uh just being able to build that rapport with the other realtor as well to to work together to, to get the deal because it is competitive and so you want to be someone that they want to work with sure um i'd i'd hope that there's a demand for more like that'd be great if people contact me and they say how do i I want to bring coaching to my clients. That's awesome. Definitely recommend it. Um, I think real estate agents, they're in the top 10 least trusted professions. Really? And so it's funny because when I introduced myself, I was like, I'm a, I'm a real estate agent. I embrace myself for it. But that's changing too. And okay. I think, you know, um, sometimes I introduce myself and people are like, oh, I, I already have a house. Like before they even tell me their name, they're sort of stating like I don't I don't wanna be sold right now. I don't want a hard sell. And okay, that's totally fine. I was just gonna ask you how that hors d'oeuvre was. You know, I'm right. not here to I'm not salesy. Sure. I don't think. Maybe Nivia disagrees, but <laughs> let me ask you this. So if we have a listener who's looking to buy a home and mm-hmm. they're looking for a real estate agent mm-hmm. what would you coach them to look for in a real estate agent good question i really think it's important that they sit down with the realtor um and have a conversation almost like an interview because uh, it's important like the relationship that you're going to be having is a serious one sure it involves very, and you need to feel comfortable um you know, it's good to speak with two or three different people. Ask for referrals. So uh, don't go with the first person. Unless you really click with the okay. first person. Um, but I, you know, I always encourage people to, to to meet with me in my office, have a conversation, let me explain a little bit what I'm about. Sure. And then, you know, let them follow up the next day and see if they have any questions. Um, I don't ask them to sign anything on the spot. Right. Um, sometimes they're they're totally happy to they just offer it to but it i think just creating that trust building that it's a two-way street and feeling like um you know this is someone that fits your style and you feel that you're going to get the support you need whether it's not having someone who's coaching and talking sure. about emotions and is just talking about numbers if that's what you're looking for i might not be the best person uh, for you fair enough um because hugs are important, I sure. believe. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, just, I, I would say, talk to a few. Talk to okay. a few. Don't feel pressured to make a decision right away. Um, a lot of people will try to close the deal. Uh, and maybe that's what you want. Maybe that's what you want is efficiency and something like that. But sure. But but do your, do your sort of due diligence and, and go and see a couple of people. Because yeah. I feel like... You've hit something with me anyways, is you'll know if that first person was right for you yeah. after seeing the second or third person. That's true. You know, Alexandra, I wanted, you're a realtor and a property coach, and really, this episode, I just talked about your property coaching, so I would like to invite yeah. you, because I have a bunch of things I want to ask you with regards to you being a realtor and sure. the housing market, so I'd love to have you on another episode if oh. you're cool with that. would be my pleasure. Well, if our listeners want to get in contact with you, they can find you at torontopropertycoaches.com, or, did I get that wrong? Pro- I'm just like, you know what, Alexandra, I'm going to let you tell okay. us how they can find you. They can find me at torontopropertycoach.com.
gmail.com or or at uh, Alexandra Cote uh, on Twitter or at Toronto Property Coach on Instagram. There you go. So we'll or we'll Facebook. have all those things listed yeah. in our show notes so people can sort of look and click from there. Yeah, if somebody so wants to use you as a property coach who isn't based in Toronto, is mm-hmm. that possible too? Uh, I'm only licensed to, to help buy or sell properties in sort of Toronto and the greater Toronto area, but if I, they want coaching, I could, um, yeah, totally. I, I'd be happy to do that or I can help connect them with someone maybe in their area. I do sort of networked with people all over the place. So fantastic. Alexandra, thank you so much for oh, being a part my of pleasure. this Thanks for having me. episode. And as always, we're recording from Toronto. Not as always, I should say, as always, we are produced by Drumcast Productions and This episode was recorded in Toronto, Canada.